Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Monday the 6th of June, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. Morena, uncle. How are you, brother? Oh, morena, Izzy. Hari, hurutou, brother. Your birthday today. Famous, mate. You're famous. Holding it with a famous, the queen, the queen and the king, the king of Canterbury, the king of Hawke's Bay. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, Uncle. Thank you. Yeah, we had a good weekend. Uh, it wasn't quite as big of a celebration as over in uh, the UK with the Jubilee. But uh, we had a good weekend. Had an awesome weekend. Yesterday was, wow, parenting 101. Probably not what to do when uh, mum and dad are a little bit slow and Arlo's having a uh, pack of the chips for breakfast. But that's all right. We got through the day. <laughs> we got, like being in the got... back of the car, eh, bro? Like being in the back of the car when we were kids. Oh, a pack, right. of, pack of the chips, he'd be happy with that, with breakfast, lunch and tea. He was very happy. He was just asking me, Dad, can I this? I'm like, yeah, bro, go on. <laughs> Do what you want, mate. Do what you want. We'll uh, reconvene tomorrow. We'll be back into parenting. But, yeah, no, big day today. We're um, going to rip into it, and then I'll go and have an awesome, awesome rest of the day with the family. So, big show today, Uncle. We're going to talk some cricket shortly. Obviously, the Black Caps going down overnight, falling five wickets short in that first test. Lots to break down in that test match. I'll see Colin de Gronholm, he's out injured, so they will change up the makeup of uh, the squad. AJ's Patel only bowling two overs, so will he be a part of that team uh, going forward? So, yeah, lots to break down uh, throughout the morning with that. We're going to um, cross over and have a wee chat to Stephen. Uh, Sh- how do you spell that last name? Schmidt? 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 Schmidt, he is a chief cricket writer for the BBC. We're going to cross over and have a wee chat to him. Uh, after 7 o'clock, and then we'll rip into some tennis. Rafa, his 14th French Open and his 22nd overall. Uh, we're going to talk about that, and then Polish world number one, Inga uh, Swiatek, continues to uh, her host run a form, winning the the Women's Open. So we're going to chat to Brett Phillips about the tennis, and then after 8, we'll do a super rugby hit as we're down to the final four. The Blues storming into the semi-finals, smashing 
the Highlanders. Wow. 6-0. I thought, ooh, they've started well. 6-0 after 24 minutes. They've done it. They've rattled them. But no, Bowden Barrett, man, just a master class. And he's come out and said he's got lots to work on. Jeez, I wonder when he's going to be like when he's world, world <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not what I'm saying. And the Chiefs. Chiefs are heading down to Christchurch, knowing they've come here before and upset the, the Crusaders. So big match on Friday night. Louis coming down, so it'll be good to catch up with him. Uh, on on Friday evening, and we'll go watch that game. So big uh, conversations after it. We'll chat to uh, we'll chat together, and we'll open up the phone lines and just leading into this week. Uh, we're going to have Andrew Goodman, who is the Crusaders' assistant coach, on tomorrow as they head into the weekend. Oh, we got four hours, so I'll just keep going. And we're going to talk Origin. We're going to talk Warriors. We're going to talk to Sean Phelan. There's a meeting today at Hastings. And then to end this show, we're going to talk to Niall Williams, uh, seven superstar. She's had an amazing comeback story. Uh, been told that she would never play rugby again. She's made it back. Uh, she's up in Tauranga, so she's been around the Black Ferns because they're taking on Australia today. So big show, lots to break down and have a wee chat about it. We'd love to hear from you. If you are tuning in on this, the Queen's birthday long weekend, let us know, double eight, double three, or even better, give us a call, 800 because, let's be honest, four hours, we want you, and we want to hear from you. Give us a call. Anyway, that's enough from me. Louie, how are you? I actually always thought that um, you got time and a half on public holidays because you were taking your time away from your uh, family and your kind of life to work on the public holiday. I didn't realise it was because there's no news in an extra hour. <laughs> but, uh, oh, no, new, no news today. <laughs> no news. No, Let's make up some news, eh? No. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and it's your birthday. Well, it's not my birthday. Um, so, yeah, we're earning our pennies today. But well, why wouldn't you? You can't take Mondays off in sport radio because mm. Mondays are the day. We've got the US Open. Lydia Ko is seven shots back, but in fourth mm. at six under. So that's the last round is just starting. They're just starting to play now, so she hasn't teed off yet, but we'll watch that. We've got to react to this um, black cap situation where, wow, Neil Wagner, I left him out of my playing 11, so did Gary Stead, but all of a sudden when you say Jazzy only bowls two overs, Mm. Wags could have been very useful at the end there to make the batsman uncomfortable. Uh, We've got uh, the NBA Finals today. We've got maybe the greatest of all time, Rafael Nadal, to react to. Meanwhile, the Swartek, this young Polish girl, she's 21 and hasn't lost a game in about two years. Mm. I mean, there's so much happening, so you can't take days off on public holiday. Kempe, you were here Saturday night calling the... um, yeah, a tough night. The Manly Seagulls. <laughs> it, was a tough, it was a tough night. It was honestly at the office and I'd been, you know, my heart was saying all week, you know, you're back the Warriors yeah. when when everyone else is against them because that's normally when they show up. And we were doing the preview. I did a preview at 5 o'clock with the SEN team in Sydney and uh, they asked me and I said, nah, mate, no, there's no chance. I think, you know, I think it's... It possibly could look for a, a bit of a blowout with, with Josh Schuster moving to 5'8". They haven't lost a hell of a lot. And, of course, um, Jake Trebojevic being left out of the New South Wales team, he'd have a point to prove. And they just, again, just imploded right from the beginning. Like, oh, you know, it was, uh, it's starting to get to the stage now, and we'll talk about it later on, where mm. decisions right across the board need to be made. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Uncle. I've been... Um I've been uh, doing some reading and uh, just like, you know, just gazing over the weekend and, and like even the diehards of diehards 
are turning the backs now. They're starting to say, like, look, this is way past turning back. Like, we've all we've made, we've used every excuse in the book to try and find reasons why the Warriors, and this is happening to the Warriors. But if you go out there and, and you're not putting in any effort, you're not really trying, then there's no turning back from There's no excuse that could ever talk people around from, from thinking that. And... Yeah, it's it's not a good look, man. It's not a good look. And there just needs to be some sort of conversations had from the top. And we talk about it every week. I don't know what else we can say this week. To, to I think we've covered pretty much every base, every base of why the Warriors are underperforming. We've gone through pathways. We've gone through ownership. We've gone through coaching. We've gone through selections. Now where do we go? Now where do we go, Unc? Yeah, it's uh, well. I don't think you've got many choices to make, we'll, and we we'll, don't want to let the cat out of the bag too early. But I thought mm. Benji Marshall's comments on the weekend were really interesting. Out of everything that I read, mm. I took his his comments as probably um, something that no one has ever spoken about. And what he what he basically said is he didn't like what was coming out of the coach's mouth. Mm. Like he's saying, when you're talking about from a what he basically said is when the coach is saying to you. I don't care about winning. I just want you to put the effort in. He said mm. that's where that's where it all starts, and it just got me thinking, mate. You know, like it's probably right. You do you do want to go when you you do want to go out there and win. That's paramount. But when you've when you've got a coach now saying, well, you know, it's just about competing week in week out, mm. mate. You might as well hang your boots up seriously. Yeah. And I yeah. think Benji's hit the nail on the head. Mm. It's yeah. it's a tough one because like. Everybody, unfortunately, everybody knows firing. Well, I, actually, I shouldn't speak for everyone else, but I'm pretty confident firing Nathan Brown isn't going to change the an overall like the wider landscape or the wider perspective of what the Warriors are. The Warriors are a dysfunctional organization. They've proven that off the field this year with one of the most pathetic scandals in the NRL. And on the field, they're a team that half of them are Kiwis and want to come home and they're probably homesick and they just need to find their own identity, which is, as as he said, we've spoken about that. Mm. Is Nathan Brown a premiership coach? Probably not. I think that's fair to say. Is Nathan Brown a good coach? Probably. Is Nathan Brown given an opportunity to succeed with this side? No. So if Nathan Brown falls on his sword or goes before the end of the year, it'll be a shame for him. I'll feel bad for him. But the, I don't think the results are going to change. And Izzy, what you said about even the diehard Warriors fans are starting to turn their back. I just, it's this kind of just brutal cycle of, well, it's not going to get better. And we've just had a change of ownership only, when was that, four years ago, if that? Mm. You know, it's that's pretty the, sad, to be honest. That's the question here, Uncle. Is Mark Robinson owns the Warriors? Is there, like, is there a board or is there any way around that he could be I'm not. I'm not saying, but he is. He's the owner. Can he be pushed out of that ownership? Could he be bought out of it, or could could there be like a border? Under is there an underlying good board question. Yeah. that could move him on? Yeah. Look, I don't know. I don't mm. know the exact mechanic. There used to be a board. Um, mm. You know, when the Auckland Rugby League owned it alongside Altex, there used to be a board. There is yeah. um, obviously Rob Crute, who was a big voice alongside Mark Robinson. Yeah. Um, was a part of it then. I don't know. I mean, you know. All I know is that Kenny Rainsfield has been moved into that um, that chairman's position on the board. I don't know the makeup of the board. The question you're really asking is who owns the Warriors. Mm. So if it's Ortex, Ortex have a board. Yeah. 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 Ortex have a board. Yeah. If it's Mark Robinson, then Mark Robinson can do what he likes. And that, and for me, that's what Cam George said. 
Mm. Like, like Mark Robinson is answerable to himself. Um, so do the Warriors have a board? Well, they've Mate. got a board of directors, the chairman being Ken Rainsfield, directors Ken Rainsfield, Andrew Cunningham, Cameron George, Mark Robinson, Marcel Van, Vil- Van Vliet. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like, it's not like a, um, what a private business, like it's not the same structure as in a, Necessarily like a you know an NZX company or something, mm. but yeah, there's Ken. So you've got the chairman of the board on the board, obviously. And then you've got the CEO and the owner. There's not too much, probably not necessarily too much outside. Um, like where you were going with that question, Izzy, and that's I'm so curious as well. Like, is there something that can save this club if it is mm. going down? If if this is like a very slippery hill and a slope where we're starting to the on-field performance actually doesn't even matter because there's so many issues with this club that they can't even compete on the field. Mm. How does this get saved? <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, has the fans got any influence here? Have they got any? This is their team. Yeah, team that they've supported for so long, and they are the most passionate fans in in league, probably in sport. They have the faith, but uh, if they're not impressed with what's going on, decisions being made, made, can they, you know, do a little protest, or, or can something be done about it? And I'm, what I'm getting a little understanding now is probably not because he is the big dog, he's the owner. So well, that's and that's a naive, mm. that's a very very naive approach. You mm. know, like you cannot take the fans out of the question. The the, nah. the 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 fans, what the fans do is they're the ones that that own the history of the club. The club's been around since 1995. Um, unfortunately, Ortex haven't owned them since 1995. They've been there through thick and thin, and they're going to be there f- for another 100 years as long as that licence is still about. Yeah. So you can't say, I'll make decisions for myself, because you've got to take the fans into, into context. And, and what you're saying around these diehard, faithful fans saying, mate, it, it's getting to the point where enough is enough, mm. that's, the, that's the worrying part, because they will, they will walk. They will mm. walk away. They will start to support another team. Um, and we've got a July 3rd return to play yeah. the West Tigers here. We actually want the stadium to be full. We haven't had rugby league here for two and a half years. Um, we've got a test match the week before, you know what I mean? Like rugby league should be really talking about the great things that are happening. And at the moment, what what's on the front of people's lips are three, are, are three people. Um, after after Hodges left, there's, a, there's three people on, the, on, on everyone's lips. The coach, what's happening with him, the owner that's always involved, and Sean Johnson at halfback. Mm. Like, it's that, it's that simple. Like, what are you doing? Do you, do you give you give Volkman a, a crack soon? You give him a crack, surely. Oh, I think Arcee, chuck him in there and... Well, you know, the problem that... You know, when you get an owner saying, oh, we, we you know, and, and, a, and, a, and a naive, um, what I think, recruitment strategy, we're saying we're, we're protecting our future by um, bringing in all these young blokes. You mm. can't beat experience. So... Yes, you can bring in young blokes, but you still have to have guys that have played fifty plus games to win your football games. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can, yeah, you know, I reckon it's time to give them a go. You, you know, if your season is basically done, bring these young blokes in and give them some experience. We need to inspire. The Warriors need to inspire, and they've got the Sharks and the Panthers before they get home, Uncle. Or, you know, like there's some tickets that are all uh, kind of like maybes at the moment. After those two weeks, if we don't see a little bit of heart, a little bit of desire, a bit of ticker. To actually put some, uh, you know, money into that jersey, wow, it's going to be a, a sad homecoming, I must say. Lots to rip in and lots to talk about, and, and you spoke about it before, Louis, about the coaching uh, setup at the moment. If there's going to be anyone that's going to be a scapegoat, it's always the coach, and yeah. it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but when you're trying to take the pressure off, and the owner is probably under pressure at the moment, he's got to deflect. 
that's where Hilton Fleck too. <laughs> that's exactly, and that's how that's how it works. The yeah. CEO pumps it onto the coach, then the coach mm. gets punted. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't take the pressure off the CEO, but it's just the the order of of uh, how things happen. So, mate, I think that I think the pressure running through that club, mate, it'd be a pressure cooker at the moment. Someone, some some a win will let a little bit of steam off, but yeah, you, know, you look at the draw on the way home, man, it's tough. Mm. Well, it's a tough draw. Traditionally, the state of origin period has been a happy hunting ground for the Warriors. Um, There's been a bit of leverage. They've been able to get out of there with other teams being depleted or run down, etc. I don't know if that's the case this year. I think their their form isn't even good enough to get them into that conversation. But hopefully when they come home and they can just find a little bit of something to get through the end of the year because it's just getting ugly and and that's what we're saying it's just getting ugly uh lots of good sport on unfortunately this morning the all whites went down ollie sale our man ollie sale had a goalkeeping error over in spain and peru nicked a goal other than that they were extremely competitive the all whites hanging with the peru side so good signs disappointing but good signs, and that's what you want to see out of the All-Whites as they lead towards, well, a World Cup qualifier. Today, we've seen Ukraine miss World Cup qualification as Wales beat them. Gareth Bale scored. The first time Wales is going to the Football World Cup since 1958. Mm. The first time they've qualified since 1958. So, gutting for Ukraine. What a sports story that would have been, but... I'm sure everybody involved with Wales right now are very, very happy. Can't wait question of the day. Mm. Um, what's going here, Well, it's 17 minutes past six on the Queen's birthday, like a public holiday. So I'm just trying to, th- I've got about a 20 different questions I want to ask, but I'm just trying to p- pluck the right one. One of them definitely is, on your birthday, what's the breakfast you like? Like, what do you? What's your first meal on your birthday? Usually, mm. like pancakes. Are you kind of like mince on toast. I'm expecting about <sighs> quarter to nine something to come through that door and <laughs> just give me a nice surprise, Louis. So oh, we. I know. <laughs> oh, you want some? Oh no, no, the donut shop's not open today, Uncle. <laughs> oh yeah, apparently donuts. <laughs> Popular, popular food of choice here at SCNZ. It's not for the breakfast team. Um, <laughs> God, he's good. He's good this morning. 18 minutes past six. All right, can't wait question of the day. Can't wait question of the day. The Black Caps are now down 1-0 against the English. And unfortunately, it might have been down to a batting collapse, but Neil Wagner is going to... Neil Wagner being left out of the side was... I don't know if it's an error, but it is It is what it is. I didn't have him. I thought it was the right call. In hindsight, double eight, double three, was leaving Neil Wagner out a mistake? Nice, easy one to get you going. Was leaving Neil Wagner out of the side a mistake? Would it have made a difference at all, or was it a culmination of things which meant the Black Caps didn't beat England in the first test? I think we batted ourselves into a position where we should have gone on and taken the game away from them, but a batting collapse, an unfortunate time on Saturday night, Blundell... Um, Jameson, Southey, uh, well, after Daryl Mitchell got out, that is, just kind of really let the collapse go. But would Neil Wagner have made a, mis- made a difference here? Was it a mistake leaving him out of the side? Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Stalk some cricket to start the day. Izzy, I'll get your take after this. Kempi, yours too. You were up, you were up calling the Warriors during that batting collapse. So 
Was it a mistake leaving Neil Wagner out? I got a $50 TAB bonus bet for you this morning if you want to come through and get in touch. 0800 150 811. We'll talk some cricket up after 7 o'clock. We're going to keep talking cricket. We'll hear from Kane Williamson. We'll hear from Ben Stokes. And we're going to chat to BBC's chief cricket writer as well. 20 minutes past 6 here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.